0: This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Win or lose, every little league team still ends up at McDonald's after the game. And you can always depend on McDonald's Wi-Fi when you need it. Plus, everyone's been to a McDonald's birthday party at some point in their life. There's even a good chance you or someone you know got your first job at McDonald's. And we all know it's the pit stop destination you can rely on during road trips. If you drive up to a McDonald's on a Thursday evening and it's especially busy, it might be bingo night. I'm loving it. Love, love it. Love this it, love is it, Uncomfortable as a podcast from Marketplace about life and how money messes with it. Ha! Join host Rima Craze for a new season diving into money secrets, big and small. We all have money secrets. Some are private, the kind of secret that stays in the family. And then there are big societal secrets that dictate our day to day existence in ways that we don't even realize. Subscribe to This is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes out now. Oh. Day we used to sit away way too tall We would talk about the goodness of your heart. Now it seems, admit that it never existed at all, and it leaves me feeling empty. With this hollow chord Make it like it was (laughs) The way it used to be When I hungered for your touch Constantly Make it like it was It was easier for me i know you're able to make it like it was regina bell ladies and gentlemen thank you so much thank you so much regina (laughs) bell regina bell oh yes did i do it justice (laughs) regina bell got saved she found the lord Oh, did she? Yes. She became, a, I mean, she wasn't like too far off. No, no, she wasn't no, no, making no. like hoe music. No, no, she no. She wasn't no. making Martin Luther King music.
1: Uh, <laughs> <but> you you <laughs> just had, you were looking for the opportunity.
0: <laughs> I was, I was. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh I, my I, controversial yet brave, <laughs> Martin Luther King was a hoe. Oh okay? my God. And we don't say it enough. Okay. and as Kia said two things can be true at one time he can be a leader but he was also a hoe but see Regina Bell wasn't making hoe music but I didn't even know she got saved like that
1: yeah she has made some gospel albums and has been working with some uh, several gospel artists I remember um, I saw her the last time I saw Regina Bell though she was at the Anita Baker concert Oh. Yes, down to the Meriwether. That's merry worldly of her. Okay. Oh, girl, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, she's still, I'm not saying that she stopped singing R&B. Wait, you saw
0: Anita Baker twice?
1: I did. Oh. I saw her in D.C. When she came to D.C. And then I saw her with you guys in New York
0: as well. I didn't know you went in D.C. as well. So who were the special guests in D.C.? Because here in the New York of City, Emily King got her <laughs> pink ass up on stage and didn't know the goddamn lyrics, and Alicia Keys just got up there being Alicia Keys.
1: It was interesting. It was uh, Regina Bell was there. Um, she sang. Rochelle Farrell was there. Yes, she did. <laughs>
0: She always got
1: on Miss Seely's pants and (laughs) (laughs) Miss Seely's flashes. She's me. (laughs) I said, Wait a second. Michelle was out there making all that noise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He hates her. He says she sounds like a barred animal. (laughs) I can't stand (laughs) it.
1: Making all that noise. God bless you, Michelle. We love you. Um, I love her so much child she was out there she had all some wide rim glasses and some Miss Sealy's pants we
0: love her nothing um, has ever
1: felt let me look it up because I think like I'm trying these. to think they sung a song together Regina and Anita Baker
0: well and while you continue like to look uh, for it I'm going to sing Rochelle Pharrell and Will okay. Downing. nothing
1: has ever meant Okay. the whole All right. oh yes it was you bring me joy you okay. bring me joy 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 went down. Um. Mm. So, Regina told this awesome story about how, like, she like auditioned for like her first. I don't know if it was like. I think it was a demo. She made a demo of "You Bring Me Joy" and it like led her to one of her first record deals. And so she that makes so much sense for her voice. Yes, and she came out and was talking about how Anita Baker like changed her life it was a beautiful moment mm. it was a beautiful moment it was so good it was so, so i'm
0: good. jealous that you got regina bell and rochelle farrell and i got emily king and fucking alicia keys
1: listen i was there you act like i wasn't there for emily king i know and alicia but you keys. see but you see
0: but that was a that was just that you know that was just like a, a little taste you got a little, a little extra je- First of all, we didn't even get alicia keys plate. because she didn't even sing Thanks, oh, yeah, you're right. God. She got up there doing... She got. Yeah, up there. I don't know. I think I'd rather hear her hollering than Emily King up there and sound, meep.
1: No, like, Emily King nothing. didn't
0: sing because she didn't know the words to angel. She didn't angel. know the words. What a disaster.
1: Andrew. Yes, and then Alicia Keys was out there trying to uh, New York us to death. Girl.
0: I don't... I. I. I yeah,
1: she was out there I, with no eyebrows on. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and no bronzer bronzer everybody's and, entitled to
1: their choices
0: you know which we'll talk about at the kitchen table <laughs> how are you doing since? I am
1: safe and I have everything that I need I don't have any complaints I'm grateful
0: um how are you um I'm also safe thank god and have what I need and uh you know we ramping up but and ramping up in it, but it's alright everything is good um It's just a busy season, and that's all right. Harvesting time! But we have some trash to get into. So, did you have a good holiday? You had a good holiday? It was good, yeah, it was good. You? Okay, good. Yes, I will talk about my holiday a little bit more in the petty peeves. Oh, Um, okay. But uh, other than that, it was a good holiday. Uh, But let's get into some of this trash, shall we? Okay! Okay! <laughs> a clean up woman. all right it's, a woman. it's time for the trash and we're gonna try to keep it a little short this week so first and foremost Ari lennox had some trouble in amsterdam um recently in the is past couple of days i believe that she's back and she's safe is what is the last report oh. that i saw But she was uh, racially profiled Mm -hmm. in Amsterdam at the airport. Um, There was a lady and she said that that she was very nasty to her. They tried to claim that she was drunk and being disorderly. But we already know how this type of thing works in the narrative that they will build against you in order to, uh, you know, support their own. So we're just glad that she's safe and that, you know, it, it didn't escalate further than what it did. Um, it should have never gotten to the point that it did, but we are glad that she's safe. It's just trash. It's just trash. Yeah. I
1: hate to it just hear that. lives ev- at hate just
0: lives everywhere. Yeah. yeah it and is. That blackness is a
1: global thing. Okay. It's not it just, is. And even with just... you
0: know, the the three white men who, you know, who were recently convicted, uh or finally found guilty mm-hmm. of the Murder of Amon Arbery is just even with moments like that. It's like, but he should not have been killed in the first place, sure. and it's it still continues to live and thrive and harm, you know, okay. in different levels. So that's unfortunate. Um Also, rest in peace to Virgil Abloh. Yo, uh, that was really really shocking news. Very He's passed so. away um, due to a rare form of cancer that he's been battling since 2019. And I know, you know, the internet had many jokes and the two Virgils and all of those things, but ultimately it seems as those who he had close relationship with, um, said that he was a beautiful person inside. And, you know, we just want to send love to his friends and his family who are dealing with the, with the loss of him physically. Um, that's just really sad. It's really, really sad.
1: Puts things what in else perspective because people here. be dealing with like real life
0: things, and they do. You just never they do, know. and you never know what people right. are dealing. Because the same thing with Chad, Chadwick Boseman, exactly. You know, and not that we're entitled to know what's going on with it, but you just still don't know yeah. what's going on with people. So that's why we got to try to exercise some sort of grace as a human. Compassion, you know it's just humankind decency yeah compassion respect mm-hmm. courtesy
1: these things are very
0: important critical even yeah oh man well lastly on the trash because i've told you i'm keeping it short this week ebro is in the news for making fun of well, i shouldn't say it the way that i usually do because of this story Tanache's name um did you hear about this? Yes.
1: He said mm-hmm. that her name was Ghetto. Yep. And yep. I just think that it's fascinating that someone named Ebro mm. <laughs> would Who have We don't know. Such is he commentary. black or is he not black? I don't I, I feel like um I thought that he was biracial of some like some, you know, of of mixed of mixed race. Somehow, some way. Yeah,
0: he give me one, um, of but I don't know for sure.
1: <laughs> Let me see. Uh, see. his last name is Darden, right?
0: <laughs> Let's see. I think so. Yeah,
1: like um, Christopher.
0: Ha! Look who you sure left. He name says with. that it was he just a terrible joke.
1: Me. I mean, he says it was just a a terrible, terrible joke. Um, and he acknowledged but that's that the it joke wasn't. though.
0: Like, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. You just said the girl's name is Ghetto. That's not a joke. That's a statement.
1: Well, Ebro is a place. Um, <laughs> in Spain.
0: Okay. It is, it is, so if is you have Spanish? It is a river of the
1: north and northeast uh, of the Iberian Peninsula in Spain. It's also a man with a, a large
0: head and a white mother's name who hosts a show. On the hot nine seven,
1: Hebrews Let's see what his. Uh, oh, see it comes up. Nationality. The girls have been googling.
0: Okay, <laughs> they sure have. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yes, he is. He is. He has a, a a black father and a white Jewish mother.
0: I knew it.
1: <laughs> he, said he attended a
0: Pentecostal
1: church and a Hebrew in a Hebrew school while growing up in Oakland. In Sacramento, California.
0: Well, well, oh, you know. well. <laughs> <Ha>. <laughs> so you know,
1: bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. So he had he had commentary about Tanche's name, um, and he said that it was very ghetto. Uh, okay. And I don't know why, you know. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Like that was. I mean, if that was the joke, it was a bad one because I'm
0: like, is that it the punchline? Okay, so either way, wasn't even funny.
1: Um, but yeah, his At name least make the shit oh, funny. Wait. Okay, so his real name is Ibra- <laughs> Ibrahim Ibrahim. Uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. Jamil yeah. Dar.
0: <laughs> okay, so I know his mother was responsible for the first name. Ibrahim. Father definitely responsible for the second. <laughs> yes, Ibrahim <He's> Jamil. <laughs> 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 Ibrahim Jamil.
1: <laughs> um, yes. Yes, mm. and he hosts that morning huh. show with that Rosenberg boy.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Man, mm-hmm. I
1: guess I should call him a man. But, yes, this is it. And, I mean, okay. Like, I mean, Ebro has said inappropriate, inflammatory things in the past. So, this is M- multiple not times, really news. It's like, okay. 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 So,
0: again, still, when you make jokes, nigga, make them funny. His Wikipedia it.
1: says that his education... Ended at that Hebrew school. <laughs> I'm sorry. It literally I'm says sorry. education Hebrew school.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, that's interesting. I'm, so, I'm um, so was this like a K through 12 situation? You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Well, I, I don't know. Ibrahim, Ibrahim. You should. Ibrahim Jamil. Ibrahim Jamil. <laughs> you
1: should. We should let Tanasha know that his name is Ibrahim Jamil. We should. Just put that out there into the ether. Did she I'm that sure she's, girl probably. I'm sure she's done her Googles.
0: Is she she's not the girl who sings nigga? No, that's Kaylani. That no, no, that'd no, no, be the no, one. Yes. That's the one. Um, right. To but she, know, she took I mean, it like <clears throat> she, I
1: mean she took it. I don't I don't want to say she took she it takes, well, but she was just like but,
0: You know, on the chin. She takes yeah, it on the she chin. was just like, okay. You gonna Good. talk about
1: my name in my face? That's cool. Cool, cool,
0: cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Right, Ebro. Evil. With your no-neck ass. That's it for the trash. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> we're gonna leave it at that. And we're gonna move right on to this shout out because we are very excited, excited about it. So shall we move that way? Yeah, let's do it. My sis is popping right now, Like, All right, it's time to shout out a sis. Shout a sis out. That we both love on this show. Deep, deep down in our hearts. <sighs> Jasmina Sullivan.
1: We love her. I mean the talent. So much. The sheer.
0: Your fave talent.
1: I mean <laughs> let me the, tell you something. I mean it is unmatched.
0: She sings from her toenail clippings. Recklessly Maybe.
1: talented. I mean it is recklessly. it is it is almost it, it is almost upsetting. Almost upsettingly talented. I mean, the, the the talent is out off the charts. But yes, Jasmine Sullivan last night down to the Soul Train Awards, I think walked mm-hmm. away with the Soul Train Award for best
0: album. Mm-hmm. And she for gave hotels. a
1: very hotels. Yes, for hotels. And she gave a very compelling speech. Where she, she was so simple and relatable. I'm I so mean, sorry. No, 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 fun. no. She was just so honest and vulnerable mm-hmm. about her um you know, just her, her struggles and, and the things mm-hmm. that we all sort of deal with. And it was such a powerful moment because we all know that Jasmine has been snubbed. Let's just call things yeah. things around here. Oh, for absolutely. many, many years, Jasmine has not received many, many, her flowers. Many, many. She has nope. not received her flowers. And so we, are, we want to acknowledge the Soul Train Awards for acknowledging this mammoth talent. Yeah. And it was yeah. a full circle moment because if we remember back, if you haven't done, if you haven't seen this, you've been living underneath a rock. But if you go back into Jasmine Sullivan's uh, performance on on the Apollo, on Showtime at the Apollo when she was just a wee little bitty girl. Yep. Yep. With a s- big voice. With a very large voice. Very big, big grown voice. Yes. Um, to see that like sort of full circle moment of her standing on that same stage to accept um the soul train award for best album was just like wow wow we love to see a wow. show shout out to jasmine sullivan you've earned it we celebrate you we're happy um yeah. for you we're proud of you thank you yes. for representing us and just yes. being dope man we stand yeah now we
0: stand we stand. And she she really just provided a beautiful example for people who, you know, might be feeling scared to show up, mm-hmm. you know, because of just various things they're battling with. And I just thought it, I just, oh, God, it was just so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. And I'm not just saying that because I love her. It was really a very, they zoomed it on Maxwell's face. You could see him. Just, <laughs> I mean,
1: everyone was, if everyone Don't was they- in the
0: audience, was showing all of their teeth just proud was like yeah nothing but talk proud. jasmine just talk <laughs> keep talking boo they didn't play no 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 roll nothing. it up set it I mean, nothing, nothing music for her it. they just let her talk and we're really we're proud we're proud we so we want to make her proud of jasmine. our shout out yes oh. Oh. okay effortless runs nigga
1: Oh, and you just you don't want to do this You're no just more. Body. <laughs> 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 Yo, Jay is in here doing these Jasmine Sullivan raps, and y'all just really need to be a part of this. I want to shout out DD. I'm going to tell our friend DD. She looks forward to Jay's vocal stylings each week. And you just oh, wait until Dee Dee. I tell Didi Dee Dee that
0: Jay not once
1: but twice tackled that
0: Maybe Jasmine three Sullivan times. run. I did. I did. I did it for her on the phone actually. Did you? I did. I now, did it for her. On did the you, phone. This,
1: especially, now I hope you got it right because this is the run that Jasmine did the tutorial down to the Instagram and yes, to told this us all she, how she to she do said. it.
0: She said, now listen to this. Okay. <laughs> she said, you have to just say, you don't want to do this no more. And she had that rasp to it too. Thank you. <laughs> I did it for her on the sidewalk when we was walking down the street. Me and Antoinette was on the phone with her. She said, Sing Jay! Sing. <laughs> Sing. Thank you. Cause you know, I hit that right, nigga. So <laughs> you hit it. I don't know with what, but you did hit it. A baseball bat. Let's move on to this kitchen table, shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> You're right. We're all
1: looking for the same things in life, beloveds. Honey, history books that actually report the truth, a new Rihanna album because she's playing in our faces as much as we love her, and skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave your skin with a healthy, non-greasy, youthful, glowing finish. I certainly can't help you with the first two. But Neutrogena, a dermatologist-recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their Hydro Boost Facial Care line. Honey, the line's Hydro Boost Gel Cream and the Night Press Serum are both clinically proven to strengthen the skin's moisture barrier and lock in hydration for 48 hours. You'll get intense hydration thanks to both products' hyaluronic acid, which has an ability to bind to water and literally hold it within the skin surface. Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Gel Cream, baby, is gel and a cream in one, is made with glycerin that penetrates the skin nine surface layers deep for longer-lasting hydration. And Neutrogena's Night Press Serum will revitalize your skin overnight, letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated. Made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants, it's a pillow-proof formula that won't ruin your good sheets and blanket honey because it melts into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and the Night Press Serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non-comedogenic. So, you know, around here on Getting Grown, we don't play with ash, honey. We keep ourselves moisturized on the inside and the outside because our blacks will absolutely crack if it's dry. What I love about the Neutrogena gel cream and the Night Press Serum is that both of them leave my skin so juicy and plump and moist, honey. I'm telling you, I put it on. At night, wake up in the morning is as if I just put it on. And and I mean, my skin is so good. Like I can literally walk out the door, but I mean you gotta wipe, wash your face to get in the morning. But listen, you know what I'm saying. It's good stuff. You won't be sorry. The Neutrogena Hydro Boost line, it can be purchased at every major retailer, and you can start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com hydroboost. That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A dot com slash hydroboost. All right, guys. Welcome back to the kitchen table. I'm here uh with a thought, right? Yeah. I wanna just I want us to sort of trouble this trouble this thought, have some conversation around this thought because I think that there is um something here that we could sort of deal with. So mm-hmm. just when you're in friendships or relationships with people, um especially long-term ones, good friendships, there'll often be seasons and instances and, and things that come up. Um, and, and you need to, or you may feel the urge or feel some sort of um, comp- compulsion to give feedback, give information, give input to whomever you're in relationship with, whether it's friend romantic partner even professional relationship things will come up and it will be mm-hmm. like okay um there's a difference of opinion or I, i'm observing something that mm-hmm. uh, you know i feel like i need to speak up about and so i'm just mm-hmm. wondering if there are ways so i just well i think before we get get to that are there have there been instances i'm sure i know the answer to this but like in your life jade Mm-hmm. Um. so I want to have a conversation about giving critical feedback in friendships okay. or in relationships so okay. thinking about what we consider when we make the decision whether to give somebody some feedback or mm. mind our business and okay. if we choose to give someone some feedback or share our opinions with whomever we're in relationship with are mm-hmm. there things that we want to keep in mind to make sure that the exchange is a productive one because I have yes. been yes okay go ahead I'm sorry I did ask you a question no
0: you're fine <laughs> no uh, but I am curious to hear it sounds like you had a little backstory maybe Well, I was going to, to give the you an example of your question I please think I did, do. but I
1: did ask you a question though I just you know I'm sorry I'm just sort of <laughs> processing this all at one time no I pro-
0: I think this is what conversation is I, please proceed and then I will answer your question so I've been thinking a lot about
1: like in a friendship when to keep when to mind my business because we say all the time mm-hmm. there's so much safety and peace and joy and all the the treasures of life are really found in minding your business mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but there are things that need to be said or you there are times when your spirit is on your spirit on your heart to share something mm-hmm. with someone mm-hmm. that you care about um and it's like when you do have to do that how do you go about it because I have been in I have been on both sides of this I have been the recipient of Mm -hmm. feedback that Mm -hmm. was uncomfortable to hear but in hindsight was useful and important and I'm grateful that I did hear it I've also Mm -hmm. been on the side of getting feedback that wasn't so 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 uh, nicely framed right Mm -hmm. Um, and didn't necessarily lead lead to the most productive of exchanges and Mm -hmm. so I've been thinking Mm -hmm. about like you know this idea, since we're out here telling folks to mind their business all the time, you know, ideally in an ideal situation, you want to mind your business. But there sometimes, when you just can't, when you care so about somebody, mm-hmm. when you care about somebody and you see something, you got to say something. <laughs> and in those instances, <laughs> what do you do? Have you been in an instance where you really cared about someone and you see them doing something or or being being a part of something or Making a choice mm-hmm. that has really just riled up something in you, and it's like, mm, mm-hmm. what do I've I
0: do? Seen, I seen I seen somebody uh, make some <laughs> nasty choices. <laughs> <laughs> to Give which I an was example, you know, went, hmm. so many, so many. Okay, let me see. How do I compartmentalize this conversation, and then we so that I can touch on each thing. All right. I think that there's useful advice, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's useful tips that if you love somebody and they love you, they know your intention and they are things that could help them. For instance, Mm -hmm. when I wore that peach lipstick and (laughs) you told me I needed to use a liner. I did that's not nasty because key is making sure that i'm not out here with my (laughs) lips bleeding into the rest of my fucking face you know what i'm saying and like she's like bitch it's like a big old peach on your face right now (laughs) you got to reel that thing in and so and i just want to be helpful right right and but it is and it's something that can benefit me so now every time i go to put on a lip Whenever that is, mm-hmm. I make sure there is some sort of liner that goes along with it, or there is some definition in which it's like, okay, this is this color is too close to my. I need to make sure that there's some definition here, right? That was something that was useful and helpful. On the other side of things, I've had I have I'll use myself as an example of why I shut my mouth. Mm-hmm. I had a home girl; we had completely different fashion sense. Mm-hmm. She did not wear clothes that were. Uh, complimentary of her body shape mm-hmm. but she was comfortable right. and confident and loved the way that she fucking looked so who am I right. to tell her so hey just want to let you know everything you wear f- looks terrible on you <laughs> that's <laughs> What good does that do? I That is the most useless bit of information. You should never go to somebody and tell them they need to revamp their whole fucking drawers, dresser, closet, chest, mm. anything. Because that's not useful. So I think that there are times yeah. in which we, we, we need to take a step back and say, how does... And then also, this is another... This is the third point. How does this affect me? Yeah. Right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? I could love somebody... And what they're doing right now is I may not agree with, but is it going to harm them? Let me ask myself that. Is it going to harm them? Is it harming them? Are they happy? And how is this affecting me? Right. And when I have a question to them three, I have an answer to them three questions. Then I know that I need to. Is it harming them? Okay, yes. Then I need to have a conversation. Yeah. It's like those little graphs that people be posting on Instagram where it's like, this answer leads to this. Yeah. So, yes. Is it harming them? We have a conversation. Is it harming them? No. Okay, so that all leads back to mind your motherfucking business because yeah. it's not useful. So
1: it's kind of. They like got
0: boogers checklist. in their nose? Tell them. <laughs> yes. They got shit on the bottom of their shoe? Yes, but is it useful i'm sorry i ran no this is
1: important because i'm glad that you're saying this and i'm i'm sorry that i struggled so hard to frame this because i want to be cautious about how i present it um sorry for all that rambling that i just did but as you're talking it's coming together for me in that this is not about not telling people to mind their business but i think it's more like a, a checklist. Like these are the things you can mm-hmm. keep in mind for gauging when it's appropriate to mind your business and when it's not. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think what you said that was so key is I feel like younger me mm-hmm. uh, was much more impulsive, right? And was much more sort of led by my reactions to things. And if mm-hmm. I saw something that I didn't like, um, I was, you know, verbalize my opinion or express my opinion immediately. <laughs> yeah. But I think that, Ooh, oh, girl, the
0: girl, eyeshadow's ugly. You like grimace? Like oh. oh. I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> but but now I'm recognizing. I think maturity has has helped me to be much more conscious of mm. one, the fact that my opinion is mine, and folks have the exactly. right to have a different one. Yeah. And even though it's my opinion, me keeping my mouth shut about it doesn't make it any less mine. <laughs> so, like, exactly. it could still right. be my opinion if I keep it to myself. But there, You is... could...
0: I could, Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, oh, no, I'm no. So no, no. Go. It's just, it's just like your clothes could be ugly as fuck, but you are happy as a pig is. Yes. shit. And so... Who am I to come and say yes. anything about your clothes when you're perfectly fine with your yes. decisions? Yes, I'm sorry. No, no. I, I continue. think
1: it is very important for us to sort of keep this in mind because I think this is how I maintain my peace. Trying to, to like you know even as I negotiate my relationships, right? Because when it comes down to sharing information with people who I'm in relationship with, I have to go through the process of thinking about okay, if I say this, well, number mm-hmm. one what the what are the conditions what i mean how do i know that i need to say this right Mm -hmm. what about what about uh this situation is causing me to react and feel like i need to say something Mm -hmm. is it going to be productive is it is it necessary like is it worth it for me Mm -hmm. to say something Mm -hmm. is me saying something going to say going to change anything one way or another um and having the having the uh, honesty and humility to accept if that answer is no right so it's not like uh, it's not about me if i mm. do i care about my opinion more than i care about this relationship do i care about my opinion more than i care mm. about what's going to happen to this person's feelings if i say what i have to say in a certain kind of way and i think all of these things um you know i think are are <laughs> changes that i'm observing in myself um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the older that i get when i think about when i choose to engage in certain conversations and when i don't right um because everything is not worth the fight so i was giving JD the example earlier on so i remember when i was an undergrad <clears throat> and you know i was running around campus uh, like a, cr- a panicked undergraduate, probably with all kinds of deadlines and just trying to get to all of my different things and not really thinking about my appearance. I was running around campus one day and I had a friend who pulled me into her dorm room. I was kind of in the hallway on my way to my room and she was like, girl, come in here for a second. I need to, I've been wanting to say something to you. And I had a good relationship with this person. So, mm-hmm. you know, she seemed like serious. So I was like, okay, girl, what's up? And she got me in that room and closed the door, turned around and told me to like, put my hands up like this. Mm-hmm. And then she went into my shirt. <laughs> she went into movie. my shirt and, ad- <laughs> and adjusted my bra straps. Right. Like she pulled them up. Mm-hmm. And, and in the, sitting, yes, in the moment, I was mortified. Like what the hell is happening? I know
0: you, so I, was I know like, you were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but she was just like, I don't really mean any harm. But I see mm-hmm. you all the time, and this is how your titty's supposed to look. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And she was like, I don't want you to get in your head. You weren't looking mm-hmm. bad before, but I want you to look your best. And that's this, useful. And this and is how your titty's supposed to look. And me being seventeen years old. And literally not, because of course if I'm going out and thinking about this or that, but I'm literally sitting here like, oh girl, I'm just trying to get to class and didn't really realize that, you know, taking the time to make sure that things were in order and doing mm-hmm. things that I know to do is is important and I need to make the time yep. to do that every day, not just when I have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, And so Reminds that man. was a very important, I know I'm sitting here now like, do I I'm to- sitting here,
0: I'm like, I'm okay, going
1: <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> we home but i need to be like maybe i need to but the but the point i'm trying to make and a lot of times you know and i always have on i mean i'm making excuses that's not what we're talking the point i'm trying to make is (laughs) there's a way to say something to someone that's constructive because conversely i saw somebody's instagram the other day um and had a reaction to the way that their clothes were fitting them and Mm -hmm. I was sitting here thinking like why ain't nobody told this person XYZ and blah 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 and was really going off and had to stop myself like Mm -hmm. sis that's a grown woman she saw this picture she posed for this picture she looked at it she looked at it and liked it it. and posted it so it's good to her and so what you need to do is mind your business (laughs) like what Mm. your opinion you can have all of the opinions but like in that moment it was mm-hmm. just like, girl, you getting all worked up about something that really don't have nothing to do with you. And if mm-hmm. I, if the, if I was in a position to say something to that person, I, and I would mm-hmm. do so, I, I mean, I could think of a way to do so in a in a way that was tactful and constructive, just like my friend did for me. I absolutely mm-hmm. would, but just in that moment of me looking at their instagram now's mm-hmm. not the time for me to reach out to someone who i have not seen or spoken to in a long time and just say by the way girl that dress ain't it like that's not the clothes was
0: ill fitting and you <laughs> looked a
1: sloppy ass mess <laughs> but i mean i literally i was proud of myself for mm. for seeing having that reaction but stopping myself from getting worked up or getting engaged it was like girl you have other things that you could be focused on right now let that child wear what she want to wear it's her business and it really don't have nothing to do with you so scroll on (laughs) and i felt like scroll on on. (laughs) i felt like you know wow that that is a difference that like kia 10 years ago might not have had that that thought Mm -hmm. um around whether or not to say something and if to, if I was to say something, how do I say it? So I just you know as I was thinking about what we could talk about on, on the show today, I thought maybe mm-hmm. you know there is there is a very <sighs> a very complex dance
0: around
1: giving feedback or input or sharing your opinion. And some mm-hmm. people have
0: hey, a, you don't do it in front of a table full of people. Right, that ain't the time.
1: Right. Some people have There's hard and fast opinions. Some, some people have hard and fast policies around yeah. whether or not I'm going to get involved. And others of us are still, you know, I, I'm of the belief that it really does depend. And if no, I, it, it's it's nuance. Right. It's very and so I don't know. I just I just think in this in this age and time of social media where we are all just posting and i say me because i do the same thing mm-hmm. all over the internet posting our unsolicited opinions just here and there and everywhere
0: oh, yeah. i talk about y'all's big ugly white shoes time. all, all the, the time. time and i'm still gonna keep talking about them but i'm not gonna go up to somebody on the street I'm still gonna keep talking about them ugly ass shoes. (laughs) But it's important blocks on your those dirty blocks on your feet. These white (laughs) girls in these dirty ass uptowns or these black uptowns looking like they belong in a pokey. But anyway. It's just um, important, especially as we think about what this
1: means for you know, not like not blurring the lines of like social media in real life.
0: Right. You you shouldn't go up to somebody on the street and say I hate your big ugly dirty <laughs> ass white shoes. You could keep that keep that you to yourself or on the internet. You know what you I'm saying? Hit just like blue chat. Right, but there's no need to like go and tell the person specifically if it's not something that's going to benefit them, help them, if it's something that's not harming them and it and it's not affecting you. Then in that moment complain like I do on your Twitter about them big fucking ugly shoes. (laughs) Write us a petty peeve and keep it pushing, girl. (laughs) You got to keep your petty to yourself. (laughs) And that includes some of y'all's opinions. I'm going to be real honest with you because there's useful things, right? Um, our social media person hit me. It was like, I saw a message that I thought you might like. And the message was, I was pronouncing Igbo wrong, right? I was saying Igbo. And it, the G is silent. So I'm like, okay, I think that's a useful Igbo. I had somebody tell me before, like years ago, don't say gypsy in this way because it's offensive. Mm-hmm. That is, Those are useful things, right? But something else... Is not like going on Lipstick Alley and saying that I talk like I got spit in my mouth. (laughs) Maybe, you know what, that is the place for that. (laughs) But don't put it in my DMs because I don't give a fuck. So is it useful? Is it harming you? Is it benefiting you? Is it harming me? Is it benefiting me? Let's ask all these questions before we go and give unsolicited opinion but now kia is one of my closest friends if i see kia Spanx rolling down i'm gonna walk up to kia and i'm gonna <laughs> hike her spanks up yeah. and i'm gonna smooth her dress out Absolutely. and i'm gonna continue on about my business and yeah. vice versa Absolutely. you know what i'm saying like Absolutely. girl let me come here let me fix these pantyhose and she's I'm gonna not do that to finna
1: allow jade or anybody no. who i care about to walk around in peach lipstick with with <laughs> just nothing Hello. to do like just saying that's not something that I'm ever going to do
0: because we love each other and these are beneficial useful things to help I have she I have a big ass booger in my nose I fully expect Kia yes. to be like hey bitch we're about to film and you've got a nigga hanging out your nose thank you so much <laughs> like
1: it's I appreciate things. you little things are so important they are so important are. and um I just want common to just, sense,
0: but p- common sense ain't common. Charles and
1: I, me. I mean, I just feel like in this age where everyone's comments are just on the ready, we have lots of comments all the time about many, many things. I think some we often lose sight of when <laughs> and how appropriate. It yes. is to sort of share these opinions with with people who we are in proximity to.
0: Or not Somebody said in they hate proximity that I smoke. To. Do you smell it? <laughs> Am I blowing it in your face? <laughs> Why do you care about the ease that I bring myself while I record it's this show?
1: And I think it's important, ask yourself that. Especially as we go into we're in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Many of us have to engage with family and friends that we don't often see. Um, and family and friends can sometimes be the worst when it comes to unsolicited feedback. Stop commenting <laughs> on people's
0: weight and whether they it's... lose it or gain it.
1: So, I mean, I think kind of to turn it <coughs> on the honest ear, like kind of mm-hmm. also to kind of present a multiple perspectives to this conversation around feedback. Are there ways that we can erect boundaries or stop people and let people know that their feedback is not not useful but again still in a pro- in a productive way so like if if you're their family or friend that see you and say things to you um what are things that oh, you? I might have a, say? i know that you do. oh my favorite my favorite response
0: is <laughs> you know every time you feel better you feel better now that you got that off your chest you feel smarter you feel more enlightened nigga the fuck out of here that is i just i love asking people if they feel better now because it just they stop and realize how fucking dumb whatever it was that came out of their mouth was you know what i'm saying do you feel better that that do you commented on my weight or you commented on my boots they talked about my boots (laughs) like are you do you feel better was that did that make you did that benefit your life okay all right or oh yes Let me tell you, I'm telling you, I think I told y'all this before. Maybe it was next D, and then I let Kia talk. You know, this this little round lady told my mom one time, she was like, ooh, you putting on a little weight. And my mom said, I'm just trying to catch up to you. Mm -hmm. And so I know, especially with these older black members of our families, they love to talk about, they love to compliment you when you lose, and they love to make a little poke little poke poke when you gain or they'll say shit when you leave like don't get fat okay you <laughs> too late for you <laughs> you know what i'm saying I mean, like, don't, so i understand right i appreciate and, that and warning coming from you okay i fully <laughs> you know believe respect in respecting our elders but there's a there, like we we we, we grown now yeah. <laughs> we grown and I'm about to start setting some boundaries with you. You don't like it. When I talk about you Heifer. you don't like when I respond back to your ugly ass comment. So you got to start learning people. That's what I say.
1: You got to learn them. I agree. And I think that there's a way and it's not, I don't even think you have to be disrespectful in doing it. It is definitely, but nah, there's definitely you know, a way to make people aware that their comments are both unrequested <laughs> and, and unnecessary, unnecessary. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, people like to comment on things that don't concern them. One of the, the things that I like to do in response is to kind of repeat back what people say to you, because mm. I don't even think a lot of times people recognize how reckless they don't their comments can be until they hear it back. So mm-hmm. I say I say it slowly, and I'll be looking you dead in your face. Now you said, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and you asked me, <laughs> okay, let me just meet
0: All right, this is what you asked. You are asking me. <laughs> like, so. And let me tell you, something nothing makes a nigga more uncomfortable than look at them dead in their face. Yeah,
1: I mean, while like, you talking okay. to him, all right. And I love, you know, a lot of people <laughs> have comments around, you know, my timeline for marriage and starting a family, and so you know, I've, I've over the years have collected a couple of ways to sort of mm-hmm. put people back in their in their bag when they get to asking me questions. Give us a taste. Give us a like, taste. Like you know, like oh my goodness, like. You still not you still not married? You're not married. I'm like, well, you know, y'all stop raising your sons, you know. <laughs> I really, you know, it's not that much material out here. And it's just mm. it's not mm. on me. It's it's above me, mm. it's out of my hands. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I I can only work it's with above what I say I can only work with what I got. Okay. And y'all <laughs> stop raising these sons. So it's really your responsibility. I ought to be asking you. Why I'm not married yet? No, okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, where your kids
0: at? Oh, mm.
1: all right. In jail? Mm. Okay, that's what
0: I thought. Oh, and you over here oh, asking okay. me? So another ineligible <laughs> nigga. Carry on with your life. <laughs> but you know, just like um,
1: <laughs> it's just like you know, this this just waste. This just waste. I think you have yeah. to know you, and I think what the what is key to sort of 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 being able to sort of turn it back on them is to just not receive it like you know it's not Mm -hmm. this is not something that you know you don't have to you don't owe anyone any sort of explanation Mm
0: -mm.
1: for for any especially some random question about your weight your appearance your relationship status whether or not you have children anything that is related to your person directly, you don't owe anyone any sort of explanation. You can hear feedback and receive it. But if you catch in your spirit that it's not, uh, given in the right spirit, then you can absolutely Mm -hmm. redirect. Girl. Absolutely. I I think that that's important. That's the important, important skill. And so, I mean, you know, just, I hope that anyone who might be struggling in that area will sort of, you know, take courage, literally find some courage and confidence in that fact that you are an adult, you are capable of making your own choices for your life you don't have to answer yeah. to anybody nope. especially people who are not contributing to your life livelihood, paying any bills contributing anything useful huh. useful um, So <laughs> and so I don't know I just, I think I don't know, I don't know what prompted the conversation but it just made me think like you know I notice, I notice, I think a lot about when to speak, what to say. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. as we are in this, in this time, and I'm really reflective as we're going out of, um, out of this year, what are the things I'm noticing that I have done well? And what are the things I still need to work on? That was one of the things that, that came up. So I just thought I would bring it to the kitchen table, see if others had thoughts I think that's a very
0: useful <laughs> conversation. <laughs> thank you very much (laughs) well um we have an honesty box to get to so shall we head that direction
1: i think we should let's do it you haven't tried the mcdonald's crispy chicken sandwich yet girl first of all what's wrong with you secondly you're missing out the crispy juicy tender sandwich honey simply iconic It comes in three different variations that are so delicious and tasty that I promise you, you're going to probably have a a difficult time picking which one's going to be your favorite. Now, there's the crispy chicken sandwich, which comes on a buttered potato bun with crinkle-cut pickles. Then you have the spicy crispy chicken sandwich, also served on a buttered potato bun with crinkle-cut pickles, but it has a spicy pepper sauce for those of you who like a little kick. Last but certainly not least, we have the Deluxe Crispy Chicken Sandwich, which comes on the same butter potato bun, this time with fresh cut lettuce, tomatoes, and mayonnaise. Now, I told y'all last time that my cheat code is to add to that the hot mustard, and you are nothing but welcome so, customers everywhere are loving the crispy chicken sandwich. As one said, if you if they don't offer you their leftover bites are they even your husband? I would like to say ain't no leftover bites because the sandwich is just that good girl okay you are not gonna be upset whatever your speciality whatever your favorite is whether it's the spicy crispy chicken sandwich the regular daily crispy chicken sandwich or the deluxe apartment in the sky crispy chicken sandwich we gonna have some good crispy chicken and it's going to be amazing what you need to do is order ahead on the mcdonald's app today honey get your sandwich don't play
0: honestly truly it is time for the Honesty Box. And our listener actually gave himself a pseudonym. Okay. He wants to be called Cruz. Cruz. So Cruz. Okay. Cruz writes, hey, Jaden and Kia. Hey. I love the show and listen every week. With that said, I am a black gay guy who is in his early 30s. Recently, I've started to experience resentment toward my parents, mainly my father, for how he's treated me my whole life especially after I confirmed to him that I was gay, and notice I said confirmed at age 25. My dad did not disown or say anything hateful, but did stop talking to me for about four or five months. Though I knew this was wrong, I congratulated him for not being the typical, overtly homophobic black father. But now I am identifying resentment toward him for not being emotionally present in my life. Also, when I was diagnosed with HIV a couple of years ago, he again stopped talking to me and refused to recognize my being gay and positive. He even purpose- purposefully did not attend my party celebrating one year of health after being diagnosed. There seems to be a pattern of him choosing not to deal with me because of my- because I'm different from my brother who's married with two and a half kids and a fish what's a half kid <laughs> I'm so sorry. I focused on making myself more palatable by becoming a licensed psychotherapist and now earning a Ph.D. to make him unashamed of me. However, he continues to have a very surface level relationship with me where we only talk about the weather and sports. How do I have this conversation with my father as an adult son and not as his therapist? It's clear he doesn't communicate and deal with things that make him uncomfortable. I fear fear that I will begin to exclude him from my life in future, i.e. my future wedding and children's lives because of his refusal to quote-unquote deal with me. Thanks for your time. And also, P.S., a nigga passed his comprehensive exams in July and is now working on a proposal. The ghettos! Congratulations, Cruz! Aw, sugar. That's tough. (sighs) So, it's very difficult.
1: Um... I don't even know if I have... I think the first thing that comes to mind is I want to offer to you that um, regardless of how your father has responded to um, these things as you've outlined them, mm-hmm. Um You have done, I feel like you have done all that you, that you can, can do. And I don't want you to sort of take responsibility for his actions or lack of actions. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think regardless of, you know, I think when we, when we're dealing, when we're in relationship with people and we're sort of processing a, um, a change or a transition, um, one thing that was helpful to me has been helpful to me and keeping in mind to keep in mind is, you know, everybody's entitled to sort of process information in their own time and however they need to. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I wouldn't want you to think, that I mean I wouldn't want you to take response like your dad's gonna have to process and deal with this in his own way Mm -hmm. and I think I don't want you to worry too far I guess I'm saying I don't want you to get ahead of yourself and trying to think about how this is gonna look next year five years from Mm -hmm. now ten years from now Mm -hmm. because you know all of that is sort of yet to be determined um, if you feel resentment in your heart about these things, the only thing that you can do is let your father know. And it is still his choice about mm-hmm. how he wants to proceed. And I mean, it's your choice to, to determine what you need to do to keep yourself safe as he thinks about what he needs to do to keep himself safe. And if that mm-hmm. does result in some separation, it's no fault of your own. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you won't reconnect later on. But it's just this is um a period where the both of you are navigating a new dynamic in your relationship and Mm -hmm. i think everyone is going to need some time and and the you you can continue to do what you've been doing is sort of continuing to be honest and articulating yourself where you are where your needs are um And what your boundaries are. And then Mm -hmm. everything else is out of your hands. That's really all that you can do. And just give yourself space and time to sort of take this as it comes. And not really figure out what you're going to do. Um, Because Mm -hmm. what you do today may not be what you do tomorrow. May not be what you Mm -hmm. do a month from now. So just sort of Mm -hmm. take this as it comes. Versus trying to figure out how it's always
0: going to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, it's difficult, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because you can't control, uh, how he responds, reacts. Um, and while somebody may say, oh, well, this is his loss. It's not, it's it feels like a loss for you too. Otherwise you wouldn't care so deeply about it. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of his attitude, how he's the time and all of that. Um, I don't know if you've considered maybe writing him a letter, uh, just really taking time instead of a direct conversation initially where emotions can become heightened or sometimes we can get, you know, stumble on words or thoughts, things can get mixed up. Maybe you just really take some time to write a really intentional letter, articulating your thoughts, your feelings, you are able to be really intentional about it, um, and 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 carry it from there i agree with kia that maybe not thinking so far down the line you know years or even months from now maybe that's not the focus maybe you know maybe we just focus on the right now and so take a few moments to do that um and see if maybe that sparks him wanting to initiate some sort of conversation or even open up a pathway for some sort of conversation I don't know if you're close with your mom or if you're if she's in your life. I'm not sure. I don't want to be presumptuous Um, or what that type of dynamic is. Is there somebody within your family that you can sort of discuss these things with who, you know, not necessarily might have insight, but even just be a sounding board within the family? I'm not sure. But I hope some of those things are helpful. Um, and I know it's going to be hard cause this is what your, your career is what you've been put really putting your time into. Right. So this is how you think now. This is like yeah. how you operate. Yeah. But and you're a, a therapist and you're
1: being trained in this, but your yep. dad isn't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not making excuses for him. I, that's Mm-mm. why I think it's Mm-mm. important for him to know how his actions are making you feel. But at the mm-hmm. same time, he may not have the tools to really process and understand this. Um, And he just may be needing, you know, time and space and information to to do that and to figure out how to 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 be there for you. So Mm -hmm. I think you're doing all of the right things. It just may not seem like it because you're still in this place of dis-ease and discomfort. But I think if you allow that to sort of do its work and be open to that, then this may Mm -hmm. be transformative for the both of
0: y'all absolutely um we hope so we hope that's how it if i may i know this is gonna sound maybe it sounds a little trivial but you know on jade next we've been covering 90 day fiance the other way and one of the storylines is armando and kenny um which are a gay couple living in mexico and armando's father specifically did not support the relationship um because he's uncomfortable and Armando wanted him to come to his wedding. And his father was just kind of like, it wasn't like a, a blatant, like it sounds like you where it's not a blatant, like in your face, homophobia slap. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming to your gay ass wedding. It's not like that. It was more like, oh, well, I need to stay back and kind of like do this. And, you know, just kind of small talk and like, oh, I can't really like, yeah. And Armando wrote a message to his father, a very in-depth message speaking on how he would support him if it was something that he didn't necessarily agree with out of love for this person and what this means to him. And, you know, he was just able to kind of like sit through his thoughts. So that's what I find writing really does. And his father ends up driving up for the wedding. Now we got some other issues coming because now he's talking about he don't want to see him kiss and all of that. But, child, we <laughs> we cross those bridges when we get to him. You're just going to have to see us kiss. He done drove four hours. Right, but i say all that to say there are baby steps there's steps you can take and then there's steps there's patience that you have to have while he's hopefully taking his steps if he works to take those steps mm-hmm. because you also don't have to put in a bunch of work for somebody who's not willing to meet you at all either and that's a hard conversation but that's a real one so anyway i don't want to babble too much i feel like i've been rambling i'm sorry um but I hope that's helpful, Cruz. Cruz, and you know, please continue. I feel like this is going to be a bit of a journey for you, right? So please continue to keep us updated. You know, we love you here, at getting grown, and we do. We 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 support you. We want to come to the wedding, shit. Down <laughs> down, down the year down the line, we want to come to the wedding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you do have support elsewhere as well, and that's one thing to also keep in mind. And I know that's hard when it's somebody that's such a force in your life as a parent especially a father of a black man but um you know you, you do have community even if it's chosen community that loves you and supports you so I hope any of the any any or all of that has been helpful um, please continue to keep us updated and please continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com please do. shall we move on to our self-care? I sure. did
1: my self-care is really simple um but mm-hmm. I had a conversation with my therapist about mm-hmm. these last couple of weeks have uh, I've noticed a slowdown mm-hmm. in my productivity okay. um and not I mean not just in the sense of I, th- I think things are naturally sort of you know just the end of the year closing things up trying to get Mm -hmm. some things out but i def i feel a slowdown in my sort of you know deliverables what i'm Mm -hmm. and for a while i i was really sort of downing being down on myself about Mm -hmm. that and my therapist offered me some useful perspective that um I've kind of been sort of holding on to reminding of reminding myself in my in my journal um, and this is a this is a an aside I'm gonna this is another aside to my black woman self care I'm glad that I fell out my book Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to you know as I'm sort of thinking through my my thoughts <laughs> yes um, and you know she just reminded me to sort of sit down and think about all of the things that I've done this year Mm -hmm. Um, and I had a really intense summer when we did seven institutes at my job and before Mm -hmm. then you know there were some book chapters and some other sort of things that I've been able to sort of get out this year and so but when I sat down and listed all out you know timeline wise like month to month I saw that from about March to August I was very- like working intensely, um mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so she you know we looked at my list and it was just like, look at what you sort of like you had a very full mid year, and so mm-hmm. if at the end of November going into december you you are struggling to concentrate, mm-hmm. it is just your mind <clears throat> sort of sort of winding down from all of the intensity that you put it through sort of maintaining mm-hmm. your mid mm-hmm. mid-year productivity. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, you know, keeping track and keeping record, it's not just for like bragging rights, but it's also to really log just kind of how we do a food journal or anything you keep in track of things. Cause we do things on a day to day basis and you don't even realize how much energy you've expended or what, Absolutely. what was the, what was the t- the toll or the price or the cost mm-hmm. of you producing these things? And so we think about we started a Patreon. We do mm-hmm. these shows every week. We are now creating content. You know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, our other jobs and responsibilities, our family responsibilities, the times we've had yeah. to kind of stop everything and take care of family stuff. Um, sitting down and really sort of processing and thinking about that really does show you or it's how, kind of helped me to sort of expand mm-hmm. my idea of productivity and i'm seeing that productivity is not just you know how many papers i write or how many publications i have or how mm-hmm. many lines i'm able to add to my cv but there are yeah. other things that i have accomplished this year and if i am tired i have earned it and absolutely. so absolutely and so there is um and so if i if i am struggling to concentrate or really trying to close things up. It's less about me sort of shaming myself for that, but more so thinking like, given the fact that I don't have a lot of energy or a lot of sort of mental bandwidth right now, how can Mm -hmm. I work around that? And what are the ways that I can optimize this time period um, so that when it's time for me to sort of get into my busy season again, I'm ready. Absolutely. And my second, yes give us
0: self-care
1: yes and so if you have not we now have 32 full days left in 2021 literally 32 days not a lot of time
0: 2121 right
1: you know this we almost up out of here with 2021 so as we're Hmm. winding down i want to urge you all to Take a look at your balances. You know, if you have flexible spending for your insurance, if there are things, you know, you look at your your calendars and your claim calendars and when you need to get your last. I had my physical last week. You need to get your appointments in before the end of the year. If you need to get contacts or eyeglasses, you make sure you did that. I had some flex spending money to burn so I went down to the to the optical place and got myself some new glasses and some new readers and so we're going to have some new glasses um and so you know just do all of that don't be like me Mm -hmm. because every year I wait until about December 27th and realize that I got (laughs) this much flex spending money to use and I'm down to the Walgreens, trying to buy up all the pads and vitamins with my flex. <laughs> but don't do that. If you plan, you can use your right. flex spending and your benefits, and you can make sure that you get things that you need, things that you can, um, you know, if you right. got some flex spending money to burn and you wear contacts, call them people, order you up some contacts, girl. Just have you build you up a little storehouse of supply in your in, so you don't have to, you know, go. You know, I'm just trying to help. No, no, that's
0: very helpful, useful, 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 useful information. Thank you so much. Not unsolicited and useless. <laughs> 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 um, my self-care this week. There was some of that. I'm sure somewhere. <laughs> um you did sit down
1: after you told me over the weekend i sat down after Thanksgiving. after after Thanksgiving, yes thank
0: you Mm -hmm. you just jogged my mind i sat down the day after thanksgiving and committed myself to doing absolutely nothing um and i literally did that i ate and sat in the same spot on the couch crystal jean and asante both came over uh on the holiday and the day after Uh, Crystal Jean sat on the floor and took her braids out Mm -hmm. and we ate leftovers and watched TV and Crystal Jean and Asante left and I still sat in that same location so I afforded myself that and also um, have a mass amount of work this week especially with the, the year and tie up that we've been talking about you know just all the loose ends with companies and things like that and so um I committed myself to not responding to any of those emails until Monday morning. I said, you know, we have already solidified dates and things that things will be done and deadlines before the holiday. I don't have to answer these things until Monday morning. So that's what I did. And I committed myself. And then I saw a meme where somebody was like, ah, ah. You better not answer them emails. Mm -hmm. And I was like, see, good reminders because I didn't. And yeah, that was my self-care. That was my self-care. See, I did something. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to these petty peeves though because that is a
1: Okay, it sounds like you're ready.
0: And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. Oh, it's time for the petty peeves. And I don't think this is so petty, but it is my peeve. So Thanksgiving, I'm hosting um you know and doing the cooking and getting myself super prepared you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i know y'all be having thoughts about my timeliness and whatnot um because you know niggas be talking and that's fine as kia said they have 10 years of my patterns down their throat so (laughs) (laughs) it's all good but niggas can change what do we call that growth so Here I was, all set for a four o'clock start time for Thanksgiving. A nigga even sprung forward and said, I'm going to make some devil day so niggas can nosh before we eat. And then that morning, Tristan discovers that the ceiling is very wet and leaking and threatening to cave. (laughs) So, we had to get an emergency plumber on Thanksgiving to come in and bust open the ceiling and bust open the neighbor's floors where the pipe was leaking down into our apartment. And it was so bad that it was from two floors up, actually. So, thank God we caught it when we did and that they, you know, came and fixed it so fast. And I spoke to Kia that day Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity that for safety and that you know we was good and that you know i'm still gonna we still gonna have thanksgiving she goes that's right and she told me you know reiterated all of that um but nigga i was irritated (laughs) because i was like of all the days of days you gonna come, and it's not even just that it was just the ceiling, and it was just Thanksgiving. It was the fact that you fucked up my timing because <laughs> I was set for this four o'clock, and you came and you fucked up my timing ceiling pipe, and so that is actually the, the, the petty in my petty peeve. I know
1: that,
0: but I'm right. grateful for safety. I'm grateful for contractors who do yes. their jobs properly, and that none of, and of your I'm things glad. were
1: damaged
0: nothing was damaged nobody was hurt right. we Gucci over here Gucci your boy Guwap is in the lagoon
1: <laughs> uh, that's like my favorite Gucci I have that saved in my phone when he was in that yes. was in, in, in the Sweden? hot spring or in whatever. the hot yeah.
0: springs he was like your boy Guwap is in the Gucci. lagoon is in the lagoon I said yes Gucci <laughs> You know I'm a Gucci
1: evangelist. You know I, know I am. I know you are. I know this is very important to you.
0: Near and dear. What's your petty peeve?
1: Um. <laughs> my petty peeve. Okay. <sighs> um. <laughs> okay. And so my petty peeve is. I'm going to try to figure out how to say this very, it's, I don't, I don't want to, um, offend anybody, right? I wish that, you know, there were, there are people who, so I understand that people who have pets, y'all love y'all pets, right? We are, we are, uh, we respect that pets are part of your <laughs> families. Yeah. And we respect that your pet, you know, your home is your pet's home and we respect that. And so my petty peeve is for (laughs) the pet people who do not respect that I am not a pet person. And when I say that, I mean, like. There's always, like, a... Convi- there's, there's, like, a dismiss... There's, like, a dismissive... Uh, So, like, you know, I'll say, like, you know, I don't really... I don't really pet, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't really... I don't really do the animals. And people kind of shrug it off and say things like, oh, you'll love Roxy. No. Yeah, I'll probably <laughs> well, be guilty. I probably won't. Perhaps. I probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> or they'll say things like... Um, you know, don't, don't mind. Don't
0: mind my dopamine. <laughs> like, oh, okay, wait, hold on it's now. A, that's this different. Is a very,
1: like, it's, it's just this a very casual...
0: No, bitch, like, this is cool, Joe. Dismissing. Uh, like, if
1: whatever I say, <laughs> if I say I don't like animals, I don't like dogs, I don't like cats, there is always this, like, oh, well. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, it's just fine. Like, and that really does burn my biscuits and if i say that i don't like dogs or i don't like cats your dog and your cat is not an exception contrary to popular belief i know that you got a dog you just got him you excited you psyched you pumped you are pressed You and this dog are into each other, enjoying life. And I get that. And I'm happy for the both of you. But don't bring me into it. And when I say I'm good, let me be good. Don't try to convince me that your dog is different from all the other dogs. Or your cat (laughs) is different from all the other cats. And if I say, no, she's not. And if I say, (laughs) if I say out of respect for the fact, that you're a pet person, your house is a pet home, and that home is your pet's home. If I say that I'm not coming, or I'm not petting, or I'm not sitting over there by
0: oh, your you poodle. By you. Yeah, I totally get that.
1: Let me be me. <laughs> like let let me do what down. I have to do to keep no, my nerves let
0: not come.
1: together. Right? That's what I'm But y'all know, like, you know, y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't let as much as the non pet people try to respect the pet people. I just don't feel like that. But your roommate had a dog
0: and I feel like you did well with that dog.
1: I feel like what you don't know about that situation is that Mm. it took time for me to get to a place. So I. I I've never been a dog person, but I did for a time live with someone who owned a dog, and she will mm-hmm. tell you that it was not a pleasant time for the first okay. the first few months because I really had okay. to work hard to be okay, okay with with this, and then even I still, did see
0: Kia drive away at two o'clock in the morning, period, back and to well, I'll do it again. The Airbnb had a camp. and I'll do yeah. it again,
1: and so. I think people. I mean, I don't
0: send you cute pictures of trill. No, no, I no. And
1: I'm not. I'm not talking about about you. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> um, I'm saying, you know, like you walk around the neighborhood, you see people, um, and like I went to a neighbor's oh, yeah. house recently, and you know, I said that I wasn't a dog person, and you know, they seemed uh, upset that <laughs> that the dog. <laughs> Like you know, they agreed. You know, they took the dog upstairs, but seemed and the dog was like barking or upset that it was. Oh, Mister Mowgli! No, no, no! It wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't them. It (laughs) was. But like the dog was 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 whimpering, crying. I don't know what dogs do. The dog was upset that it was in the room, (laughs) and they just kept you know running. And I was like, "Listen, I'll
0: leave. Let that dog out. This is his house. I'll go." See and that. See that's the attitude I like because a lot yeah, of times people like, like well, can I'm you put your, your your animal up? I'm like, no, wait a no, minute. No, no, no. Because they I recognize here.
1: that. That's Trill's house, and if she want to f- be free to walk around her house, I think not, that's the respect. It's not line. my place to say that Trill got to go
0: up, but when it's time for me to go, no, that's fair. I think that's more than fair.
1: That's yeah. all I'm saying. I just want yeah. the respect to be reciprocal, and I feel like as a non pet person, I try. Mm-hmm to respect people with pets but i don't always feel like people with pets try to respect me when i say i'm good oh no you're gonna love chip no (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) i might tolerate chip i might you know but i'm not gonna be running up and putting chip in my lap i'm not gonna be jazzed about him jumping you know what i'm saying like I will get to the place where I can, you know, and I might even if I'm inclined, if I feel comfortable enough, I might. I'm not there with cats, but I might engage your dog a little bit. But let me get to the place where I'm comfortable. Don't force. Don't expect or force or shame me if I'm not. It's all I'm asking. That's fair. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Thank you so much.
0: I appreciate that. (laughs) and that is another episode of get and grow thank you so much for listening (laughs) you want to take us out yo okay so as
1: you are as you are preparing for the end of 2021 we want to remind Mm. you that it's important for you to moisturize your mind by minding your business we talked at length about that today I mean, hold tightly to the intention to mind your business Um, Mm -hmm. because that is how you take care of your uh, mind and moisturize your mind. You want to moisturize your skin because Kevin Durant is not just kidding Woo. you want to moisturize Alligator. your skin we love Kevin Durant. but the thing is though lotion is a very important part of everybody's daily
0: practice of moisturization we have to yeah, do that and this nigga hasn't lotioned in years Woo. it's really it looked painful. and then you're gonna come through and be like mm. no nah, well now i'm about to pull the y'all broke card Nigga, we broke. You about to break because you are ashy boots. It's scary. You're about to fall apart. I'm so sorry. Continue. Yes, on. indeed.
1: And then you absolutely want to um, moisturize your uh, insides yeah. by drinking the Lord's water. Yes, um, mm. because all I of know. that will crack
0: mm-hmm. when it's dry. <laughs> I said that Bye. all
1: out of order, but God bless.
0: It's fine. I literally just drooled on myself. Bye. Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers?